Originally from the East Coast, Emma Turge has called Minnesota home for the past 20 years. Ink Blood, Sister Scribe is her debut fantasy novel with lots of twists and magic. Coming up, we'll talk about rules for magic and underground hidden libraries. But we start this what we're reading conversation, learning how Emma got her start as a writer. I think I have always wanted to be a writer in some way or another. I used to write a lot as a kid just for fun and pleasure. It was a hobby of mine. Um, actually, my best friend and I wrote what I now realize would be called fan fiction, where we would write you know, stories from the books that we were reading. I remember particularly, we would exchange letters. She lived far away. We'd exchange letters in the voices of um, Crowley and Aziraphale from Neil Gaiman and Terry Pratchett's Good Omens. And that's like one of my early writing memories. And we were probably like nine years old at that point. Um, so I've always wanted to be a writer. Uh, I think I didn't consider it an actual thing that I could be until graduate school when I went to graduate school for creative writing. Um, and I kind of just went because I wanted two years to just stretch my writing legs and see what happened. Um, and then I, for some reason, just never really looked at any other career paths. <laughs> was like, okay, I guess, wow, I guess we're really doing this here. <laughs> Where did you grow up? I'm from Massachusetts. Okay. And how did you end up in Minnesota? I came to Minnesota originally for college. I went to McAllister College, uh, where I now teach. And I was here for college, so four years and then one year after. Um, and then I went to graduate school in Montana. And I was in Montana for three years. And then spent a year sort of traveling around, um, not really sure what I was going to do. And then ended up back in Minnesota. So I've been here off and on for almost 20 years. Yeah, I feel quite loyal to it. I definitely feel 50-50 at this point, like half East Coast, half uh, Minnesota. As somebody who wasn't raised in Minnesota, I'm really curious to know what your experience has been as a writer here. Like I said, I'm, I'm quite loyal to Minnesota. I'm now, I really love it. Um, I'm living on the East Coast you know, East Coasters are in a lot of ways quite small minded. And I have to kind of defend my choice to continue living in Minnesota sometimes. For one thing, I love the winter. And as a writer, I get always my best work done in the winter. I really love the period of enforced coziness that comes when you <laughs> live in a really cold northern place. Um, yeah, for like three or four months out of the year, no one questions it if you're like, no, I'm not going to do anything. I'm staying in the house with a blanket and my cat and a cup of tea. And I'm just going to truck away on a fantasy novel. <laughs> so I feel like winter is like very permission giving in terms of the actual writing life. Um, and I would never want to live anywhere that did not have a winter. It's my favorite season. And actually, this winter is really bumming me out because I've just been waiting for a snowstorm that has not yet come. Uh, and I won't be satisfied until it does. But at least it's really cold. I'm like stoked on the freezing temperatures. And I just want an excuse to stay in. I suffer terribly from FOMO also, fear of missing out. So summer is just like a lost cause in terms of writing for me because there's so much going on. Um, but I've also found a really amazing writing community in Minnesota. I think Minneapolis in particular is just an incredible place to be a writer. I have received so much support from like the Minnesota State Arts Board and the Regional Arts Council, uh, the Loft, the Jerome Foundation, the McKnight. I mean, they're 
are so many tangible resources for writers here. And then there are also just so many truly incredible writers, um, some of whom I'm very lucky to be friends with um, and some of whose friendship I am still courting from afar. <laughs> um, but I think it's like truly a writer's town. We have so many bookstores too, just amazing bookstores and the reading community is really lively. Yeah, I just think it's ideal in a lot of ways for writers. This is what we're reading on KAXE, KBXE. I'm talking with writer Emma Turge. Her debut novel is Ink, Blood, Sister, Scribe. The story follows two estranged half-sisters, Joanna and Esther, whose family has long protected a collection of ancient spellbooks. But when their father dies suddenly while reading one of these books, the sisters find themselves in danger and must reunite to preserve their family's legacy. And Emma, this book is an adventure. There is world travel, there's intrigue and danger and magic and secret libraries. And one of my favorite things about it is it is a book about books. I love books about books. And where did you get the idea for this yeah. book? Yeah, um, I will say I did write this book sort of specifically with my sister in mind, um, or should I say in heart in a lot of ways. I really, she has always been after me to write a like fantasy novel about sister magic. Specific, it's very specific. Um, but when I started this book, you know, it took a long time to sort of get my groove with the book. Um, but the sisters were always the hinge point of the novel. Um, they have not changed. Although first there were seven of them, but I slowly tailored it down <laughs> until there were only two. Um, it started a very different book. But I knew that I wanted to write a book about sisters and magic. So that's really where it started. It seems that every writer of fantasy um, has rules for the magic that happens in their story. How did you approach rules for magic in yours? And I'm speaking mm. specifically to we've got these books that kind of are the source of of um, a lot of magic. And also people are kind of born into it as well. Um, mm -hmm. So like, how did you come up with these, what I like to call rules, because this kind of guides how the how you understand magic through the book and and how the story goes. Yeah. Talking about rules of magic, I find so fun with other writers and with other readers. Um, and I also, you know, I teach at McAllister College. I teach creative writing and I teach a fantasy class where we talk quite a lot about magic and the rules. And I will say there are two sort of types of magic. One is a hard magic system and one is a soft magic system. And the hard magic system tends to have these really specific rules that you can follow. And not only that, but predict. You can Once you get the hang of the rules, you can predict what magic will or won't do. Soft magic system is more like you're not totally sure the whole time what the rules are. Um, maybe some wizards use wands to cast spells, but Others, you know, just like wave their fingers around. Um, are there words attached to the spells? Unclear, things like that. So I like a hard magic system as a writer because it gives me a set of rules to follow. And I think that also a lot of plot can be developed from a hard magic system. If you create rules, you're creating constraints for your characters, things that they can't do. Um, and I think the more your characters can't do, the more tense a plot can be. Uh, so when I was thinking about my rules, so to speak, I wanted them constrained enough that 
there were things that my characters would have to work around. Um, I wanted it to create problems for them. We mentioned earlier that the story features a secret library. It contains most of the world's spell books. And if that wasn't enough, it's in this beautiful and intricate underground cavern. What inspired this library? The idea of a hidden library of magical spell books comes, I would say, directly from my childhood and being like a little fantasy reader. Every single time I went into a bookstore, especially a used bookstore or a library of old books, I was absolutely certain that I was going to find a magical book. <laughs> and so and that like feeling of magic has really stayed with me. And I just remember it so clearly. And so I wanted to sort of try to evoke that sense of wonder and danger and magic. Um, and when it came to creating the library itself or thinking about how it looked, I just Googled like most beautiful bookstores in world. <laughs> um, I've been to one of them. Uh, I forget what it's called, but it's in Porto in Portugal. It's like one of widely considered one of the most beautiful bookstores in the world. And it has really stuck with me. It's so beautiful. And then, you know, there are others all over the world that I'd like to visit sometime that I've only visited in my Google image search. That's writer Emma Turge. Her debut novel is Ink, Blood, Sister, Scribe. It's what we're reading. I'm Tammy Bobrowski. 